0: Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new episode of The Outlap, our preview podcast of our upcoming EKN Trackside Live event. We'll preview the race, the teams, the drivers competing in the current point standings and all that there is to discuss around the upcoming Challenge of the Americas coming up this weekend at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, Arizona. My name is David Cole, I'm joined by Nate Dean. We'll be doing uh, this podcast without Rob Howden as he is on site at the uh, USF Pro Championships uh, testing at uh, Sebring today and tomorrow before they head into their 2023 season at St. At Petersburg uh, for the St. Pete Grand Prix. Uh, exciting time in racing right now. There's a lot going on this weekend. I will be in Phoenix Nate will be in Charlotte, North Carolina, covering the Cup Carts North America Spring Nationals. And of course, Rob will be down in St. Pete. So let's get into this Outlap episode number 52, February 27th, 2023, presented by Sodi Racing USA. The Sodi brand has found a new home here in the United States. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the Karting distribution banner led by industry veteran Thierry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers products and classes from mini karts to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Visit Sodi racing usacom to learn more about the Sodi kart chassis or call 9546345111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. So Nate, we I'm going to be heading to Phoenix Kart Racing Association Glendale, Arizona rounds 3 and 4 of the six round championship program that is Challenge of the Americas. It's 16th season of championship uh kicking off Last month, really this month, because it's still February in Tucson, and the championship began back in two thousand eight. Nate, uh, you've been to the the Phoenix Kart Racing Association facility. Tell tell us a little about about that facility, kind of from from your perspective.
1: You know, I have. I've raced it for the Four cycle Showdown back in twenty twenty for a two hundred six. It's a lot of fun. Um, I can't imagine shifter cars or any other quicker engine after because i was beat after that weekend but (laughs) these guys will have their work cut out for them. just looking at the track map um the one thing i noticed is turn 11 is a lot wider than it seems that's the penultimate corner that's going to be a big one for drivers to get right just with how narrow that is and how much you have the front straight after that so it should produce some good racing this direction i think is a lot more fun especially with a daytona Daytona corner going this direction, but it should be come to some good racing on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So it's the clockwise direction in the three
0: quarter mile, 12 turn uh, circuit. They call it the full track at Phoenix cart racing association, which was established uh, back in 1982 and it's club owned and run facility. Uh, this will be the 13th time. The series has visited PKRA dating back to 2009. Uh, this will be our let's see the two, uh, two, three, fourth straight year dating back to twenty twenty, uh, which was the last race for Challenge in Americas that year because COVID uh, just came knocking around the door a couple weeks later. Uh, so, did you run in the clockwise direction in the full track, or was obviously the showdown shows different? Uh, they do different configurations, but did you run this actual configuration?
1: Yeah, we ran both full track counterclockwise and clockwise for Saturday and Sunday.
0: Yeah, you mentioned turn 11. That's the that's the passing opportunity uh, Mm -hmm. because it's very unique at Phoenix. They start on the backstretch, which is between turns nine and 10. 10 is Daytona. And so that's the actual opening corner for the races. So they start kind of three quarters of a lap in. And turn 11 becomes the second turn of every start, both standing starts and rolling starts. So it's and it becomes, as you said, the penultimate turn coming to the start finish line as well. So it's turn 11 is probably one of the more important corners in terms of racing. I wouldn't say maybe to have a fast lap. It is a little bit tricky. It's kind of off camber. It's a tighter 180 turn coming off that fast Daytona corner. But, um, you know, there's a lot of other technical spots, uh, when you look at this circuit, you know, including turn three, uh, turn eight to get you going down the long straightaway to turn nine and turn 10. Um, so there's a lot of different unique elements, uh, in terms of this, uh, the full track clockwise.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, You know, one element, obviously, whenever you're running in these hotter temperatures, especially with the higher powered carts that I may not have experienced as much as all the rubber they'll get put down and how the track will evolve. That's one thing that I've heard a lot about from Phoenix, just how grippy it will get towards Sunday, but that's going to be any track in the south. So that will obviously put a little bit of strategy into things, (laughs) but other... Other than that, it's just it's a very good track for racing. You have a lot of passing opportunities. It flows very, very well. So obviously, looking forward to that. Yeah, correct. It 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 uh, it does lay down the rubber. You know,
0: thankfully, the weather is going to be pretty mild compared to Phoenix weather. And especially when we go there, typically for a karting event, only in the mid sixties in terms of high temps, maybe into the seventies by the end of the weekend. So um, obviously, it'll be sunshine. But it won't be, you know, we've had we've been there when it be 90 degrees, if not 100 degrees. And yeah, the rubber gets laid down pretty tough and uh, and can be gruesome sometimes for some of the drivers, depending on the (laughs) conditions. So I don't think we're going to have those type of conditions here this weekend. I think it's going to be, you know, very suitable for the racers to uh, to not get beat up, even though the racetrack is very challenging. Uh, Nate, kind of just give us a quick rundown of the event schedule, so we kind of know what's to uh, what's to come this weekend.
1: Yeah, so Wednesday and Thursday we'll have run by track on official practice. Friday, five rounds of practice, that being three eight-minute sessions, a 12-minute and a 17-minute session. Saturday is when you get into racing. You have, obviously, your warm-up qualifying pre-final, 14 laps for all classes apart from the cadets. They'll be running 11 laps and then straight into the finals. 20 laps to decide the winner on the day for all the classes again, apart from cadet who will be running 16 laps and the same goes for round four on Sunday.
0: Yeah. So very same format essentially from Tucson, uh, including the lap count, same amount of laps, same amount of minutes for practice. So a very carbon carbon copy from uh, the opening two rounds at the Musselman Honda circuit in Tucson, Arizona. So, uh, nothing, No surprises there, nothing unique. Again, running in the clockwise direction on the three-quarter mile uh, Phoenix Kart Racing Association facility. So with that, we'll head into our first commercial break. And w- with the second segment, we'll kind of go by the numbers and look at the, uh, the totals and kind of a class-by-class breakdown in terms of numbers for this weekend's Challenge of the America's event. So we'll have that following these commercials.
2: Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rollison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And, at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawls, and performance group, has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503 260 4514. The Rawls Performance Group, we race to win. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30 millimeter construction with a 32 millimeter front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG507 508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With four-cycle racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in Briggs and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion Rental Kart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental kart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a north american dealer near you please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com
0: welcome back to another episode of the Ecan outlap episode 52 it is february 27 2023 I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we're taking a look at the upcoming Challenge of the Americas event at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association, March 3rd through the 5th. Uh, I will be trackside covering the event. Rob Howden will be in St. Pete as he prepares for the opening weekend for the USF Pro Championship program. Nate, you'll be heading to uh, Cup Karts North America Spring Nationals. Are you excited to get out of the the cold weather in Minnesota and get to somewhat mild conditions in the Charlotte, North Carolina area?
1: Yeah, it'll nice. It'll be nice not to have to trudge through snow to get places. But um, <laughs> a lot of people signing up for that, a lot of entries for that event, so it should be a very very good one. I think they hit three hundred if I can remember. But I thought it was three fifty. I think so. Yeah. They, they are gaining a ton of traction for that spring national. So it should be a fun one.
0: There's, there's been a lot of people sitting, as you said, in the cold, waiting for that opportune moment. (laughs) And I don't think it was, you know, Phoenix or Phoenix Jacksonville was, was where people wanted to go to get away from that. So I think, I think everybody was saving up for, for Charlotte, Charlotte and get down there in March. So I'm, I'm, I'm upset I'm missing it, but I'm glad that you're going to be there trackside to be able to provide um, some, some, a little bit of coverage while you're there having fun as well because it's not an official race weekend, but you will be there providing, giving us some videos, photos, and, and any other things that you can do there. So excited to see that and follow that on the weekend. Uh, I will be in Phoenix again for the Challenges in Americas this weekend. And by the numbers, very close numbers to what we saw in Tucson earlier this month, uh, Tucson had 120 drivers or entries for the weekend, and we're at 111 pre-entries for the, this weekend in, in Phoenix Kart Racing Association. The only drop really that is significant right now is the Rock Shifter Masters division. Uh, we had 12 in Tucson, but we're only down to seven right now um, in pre-entry. So hoping to see uh, some more drivers enter track signs so we can get into the double digits there. Um, the other really notable other uh, negative when you look at the numbers is there is no no rock shifter junior entry. Uh, Gage Corn was provisionally on there, uh, but he has since moved over to the junior 100 senior or junior 100 cc category, which is again hitting the 30 mark We at 30 drivers right now compared to 32 what we had in Tucson. So maybe maybe a couple more walk ups and we'll, we'll we'll surpass that number but also in the thirties is the senior 100 CC division at 36. So just one less than what we had in Tucson. So amazing numbers, Nate for the 100 CC categories.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And kind of sticking with that trend of the 100 CC categories being the ones with the most numbers. So that should, that should fare well for some good racing all throughout the pack. And yeah, I mean, pretty much everything staying about the same, Mini Rock and OKN, pretty much all the classes staying a couple carts below or above what they were at last round. So good to see some consistency.
0: Yeah, and again, we're always good at seeing some walk-ups. We had a number of walk-ups for Tucson, and I would expect the same thing there for Phoenix Kart Racing Association. The OKN, I think we... I already know two that aren't on the entry list, so that's going to hit double digits for sure. We talked about that in our face-to-face uh, show last week that we had Challenge of America's promoter Andy Saisman on board or on the show, along with Alex Keys, uh, Jesus Vasquez from P1 Engines, and then Seth Nash of Nash Motorsports. So we know we're going to have ten entries in that category, but right now it's just at eight because two drivers have not entered yet. So it's good to see that uh, that. Debut class uh, from around, for around the world, really the first time we've ever seen OKN competing around the world to, to now reach the 10 digit driver total. So that's good to see that. And then Mini Rock getting into double digits. So we have two more drivers, um, actually more than that, because we'll get into who's not going to be there in Phoenix uh, this weekend so we actually have more drivers in the mini rock category so again it's it's almost we used to have a cow speed bump we might have a phoenix bump this year uh with no longer having the cal speed karting facility anymore so uh maybe phoenix will now be that 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 event that kind of bumps up entries with uh being a little bit closer to southern california but again also we're getting into the month of march and now people are ready to go racing and get going for the 2023 season. So with that, uh, we'll head into our second commercial break and we'll start breaking down some of the categories that will be at Challenge of the Americas this weekend. And we'll get into Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Master after these commercials. All over the karting world, everyone knows
2: OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the US, OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xprix chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Skooza Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturer's Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, or to find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, X-Free, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups and contact OTK USA directly. For over 20 years, Greg Bell has been building race-winning power for kart racers. One need only look at his team, leading-edge motorsports. He's always built engines for his team, and the results have been wins at the biggest races in America, the Scusa Supernationals and the Rock Vegas events. The name on this program? Mega Power. This year alone, Bell and Danny Formel teamed up to sweep the Rock Shifter class on the Florida Winter Tour, all on a mega power engine. If you want to win shifter cart races, it's time to put mega power on your cart. Mega power specializes in gearbox engines such as the TMKZ, Rock Shifter, and IME Shifter, but with almost three decades of engine building experience, Bell develops winning motors for X30 and Mini Swift and everything in between. The combination of Greg Bell's engine-building skills and his chassis-tuning knowledge is a potent mixture. Greg's helped catapult many drivers to wins over the years, including Mercedes F1 star George Russell, who won the Super Nats 14 in 2011 with Leading Edge Motorsports. Increase your odds of winning at this year's Rock Vegas or Supernational events or throughout 2023 by calling Greg Bell today at 209 747 2613 to put mega power in your corner.
0: And welcome back to the EKN Outlap. I am David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, as we are into episode 52, February 27, 2023, previewing the upcoming Challenge of the Americas weekend at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, Arizona, coming up uh, on March 3rd through the 5th. So we're getting into our class breakdowns in the first category up is the rock shifter category uh we had two different winners in the uh, opening weekend in tucson arizona with jacob gulick and macy williams uh she became the first female driver to win in the category and gulick added to his uh, career total so his second victory in the category so those two are essentially the drivers to beat going into the weekend nate kind of just give us a breakdown of the points going into this weekend
1: yeah so williams on top but just barely by 10 points over Gulick. that is the fight on for the championship at the moment but still early days connor wick in third uh 47 points back again early days still has a shot with it got uh two third place finishes on that weekend in fourth ethan boer 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 yep okay 71 points back and then flynn lazier in 75 points back in fifth
0: well we actually won't have two of those drivers with connor wick confirming he will not be track side uh this weekend uh, i contacted him earlier today so he won't be there uh and right now flynn lazier not on the entry list but he was also a, a walk-up uh in tucson so possibly another walk-up coming into phoenix kart racing association so Uh, Wick not in the uh, championship hunt any longer. So that'll move Boer and Lazier if he is, in fact, going to be there this weekend up. Uh, So really, again, putting Gulick and Williams in the driver's seat for the championship heading into the weekend, uh, both of them picking up victories. But Williams getting the extra bonus points in terms of fast laps both days, I believe. So that gave her that 10, 10 point difference. Uh, in the total, because both of those drivers swept each round, so uh, exciting to see that challenge continue. But we'll also have a couple of new names in there—not not really new names, but namers drivers making their 2023 debut this weekend. Kwan Tandon—he's always been super quick at the challenge, so he'll be racing this weekend along with Canadian Matthew Taskin- Taskinen, uh jumping into the Joey Guion machine. Uh, that he raced in Tucson, so he'll be driving this in the Rock Shifter category. Uh, Matthew was a, a former top three competitor in the junior division at the Challenge a number of years ago. Now he's moved on to to racing cars uh, throughout Canada, and now coming back to the Challenge of the Americas, uh, making his Rock Shifter debut. So that'll be uh, exciting and could certainly certainly have uh, an impact on the championship. You know, Williams and Gulick were, were pretty much the class of the field in Tucson, but no doubt Tandon and Taskinen could be right there to to kind of throw in the mix. So that Nate, that'll that'll be pretty interesting to watch uh, to see if we have a four driver battle uh, throughout the weekend for victories.
1: Yeah, obviously more carts up there, the better to try and battle always looks better, sounds better. So obviously we'll see. It's all purely speculation until carts hit the track, but hopefully four or more carts up front battling for the win.
0: Exactly. And that's something we might see as well in the rock shifter master category with seven pre entries right now. Uh, we have uh, Jonathan Vitolo coming in as the a two-time winner from Tucson. And Nate, he leads a championship over Nick George.
1: Yeah. 30 point gap to George for Vitolo after taking both wins last time out. Uh, Pat Beakley. in Beckley. the third yep. Beckley, 54 points back. Joey Gullion, 68 points back. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And then David Jones. I can't screw that one up. 89 points back in fifth.
0: Yeah, David Jones is a great name. Easy to say and and pronounce. Oh yeah. Right now, Jones not on the entry list, along with Gullion, as I just said. uh, Matthew Taskinen will be actually racing his machine uh, in Phoenix Kart Racing Association in the Rock Shifter category. So uh, we got Vitolo, George Beckley, and... As the uh, as the three drivers that are in the championship hunt, but don't count out three-time defending champion Kevin Woods, who's coming back making his 2023 debut uh, this weekend. Missed the Tucson weekend, so I would expect to see him get, getting the rush shaken off and be able to uh, to battle up front with the uh, the three drivers that are leading in the championship, along with Bud Grossenbra- Grossenbacher. Gross and Bacher uh a uh, arizona driver as well he's got a lot of experience at phoenix uh we've seen him in the the masters categories a number of different times i I think this might be the first time i see him in the rock shifter master category so uh we'll be uh keeping an eye on that so it could be a three to four driver fight up front as well in this category too uh despite only having seven drivers in the field so excited to see the uh the, the battles that go on in these two categories And with that, we'll head into our third commercial break where we'll get into two more categories. It'll be the OKN and the Mini Rock category that uh, we'll preview after these commercials.
2: It all started in 1994 when former successful kart driver Albino Parolin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Parolin was born. Fast forward 20 years, and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races. With the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ Champion in the same year. Parolin USA is North America's source for Parolin products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parolin chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet classes. Parolin has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport. Karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the super soft green SS and the intermediate white IZ optional compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, Check out their website at MGTiresUSA.com. MG Tires for the drivers.
0: Welcome back to the EGAN Outlap episode number 52, February 27, 2023. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean. We're previewing the Challenge of the Americas coming up this weekend at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association, March 3rd through the 5th. Uh, We're into our second group of categories that we're previewing. And up first is the new OKN category. Uh, Again, we had our face to face uh, discussing this category, this new program, this new engine platform uh, developed by the FIA to kind of be a more of more of a sportsman category, if not a more affordable category in terms of the top level of karting. Um, We certainly saw that as lap times in this category were what only three tenths off the shifter time uh, by the end of the weekend in Tucson, Arizona. So Nate, you talked about how you've raced Briggs at Phoenix Kart Racing Association. Well, this will be the first time we see OKN at the PKRA facility. And if it's just as quick as it was in Tucson, as it will be in Phoenix, we're going to see some really fast lap times with these with these machines.
1: Yeah, and mentioning Briggs, uh, the a couple drivers that I know you guys interviewed and talked to were mentioning how it kind of reminded them of that 206 package just with how you have to drive it and how it's a momentum seems to be a momentum based engine with not a ton of bottom end but once you get to the higher end that's when it starts to do shifter cart speeds. So Again, Phoenix is a big momentum track too. a lot of low speed corners that lead to long straightaways, So that's most likely going to be key for those out in front. Uh, Nash Motorsports kind of holding that front spots as it stands. Jesus Vasquez Jr. winning on Saturday. Blake Nash, his teammate, winning on Sunday. So we'll see if someone can break up that Nash Motorsports dominance as it is. But again, second weekend for this engine package. World will be watching, especially the FIA, but should be some good racing between the entire field. Exactly. You know, it's
0: it's the debut. We'll maybe get a third or fourth different winner in the category. Again, I as we said eight pre-entries for this category. Both Jesus and Blake Nash not entered right now. So they'll be They'll be 9 and 10, so we'll get into double digits for that category. Uh, the new driver that is joining is um, Aaron Farhadi. Uh, will be a third Nash Motorsports entry as he was talked about on our face-to-face. So good to see him uh, making the debut. So we'll have everybody back. We'll have Flavio Aquini, Jeremy Cooper, Anthony Freeze, Chase Jones, Alex Keyes, Chris Martin, and Dustin Salavaria. Uh, all rejoining. And again, we'll look at engines. Um, right now it was all TM So we'll see if some of the some of the drivers are able to work with the Medina that's been uh that's here and in the hands of some of the drivers. So we'll see if that makes a presence. But as you said, Nate, talking about how it's similar to Briggs, gearing is going to be key, I think, at at Phoenix because you have that tight hairpin leading onto this long straightaway. And and that's going to be key because, again, this has a rev limiter and it'll stop running at 15,000 RPM. So it's a matter of finding that happy medium between bottom end speed and reaching how late you get on that chip for the rev limiter. So that's going to be exciting to watch and kind of see how it plays out between these drivers, especially if they're all on the same engine.
1: Yeah, turn the entry into turn eight, especially turn six and seven is going to be crucial to get to the left side of the track and be able to keep that momentum through turn eight, which is never easy, no matter what engine package you go through there. Cause it's such a low speed corner and you have the longest straight, mm-hmm coming right after that so that's obviously going to be key gearing should be interesting to see if some people go with the higher end some people want to go quicker in the infield so that should maybe a development or a storyline to follow throughout the weekend but things always uh, find a way to even themselves out so it should be interesting to see which if that does become a case of Mm -hmm. low end the acceleration versus top speed which one people will prefer
0: yeah that, that's something I'll, i'm going to keep an eye on for sure uh throughout the weekend it, it just it wasn't something because of you know going into turn one everybody was hitting the rev lumber there in tucson so but there you had really two long straightaways the the main straight and of course the long back straight here phoenix it's really that really long straightaway on the back uh that kind of separates everybody so we'll, we'll see how that, go, that plays out throughout the weekend um next category we're going to look into is the mini rock division and again, uh, increase in numbers. We're up to 11 pre-entries uh, with Matt Gutierrez and Gabriel Balog scoring the victories uh, in Tucson, Arizona. Nate, kind of give us a breakdown of the top seven in the championship points.
1: Yeah, so Gutierrez and Balog getting the wins last time out. Neither of them on top, though. Jackson Gibson leads points by just five points over blog And then Luca Lucas Papasquio. Yeah, Okay. Yep. He is in third at the moment. He's only eight points back. So, a real tight battle for the top spot there. 18 points back is Gutierrez, And then Brendan Wagner in the fifth spot there. Paxton Romeo in sixth, 29 points back. And then Camp Becker, 49 points back in seventh.
0: Yeah, so seven drivers right now separated by only 49 points, which is a very tight point spread uh, in terms of challenging America's championship uh, point standings. Uh, The interesting part right now going into the weekend is there are going to be no Jackson Gibson. I did confirm that with him, not on the entry list and not going to be in Phoenix Kart Racing Association. So that basically hands over the championship to Gabriel Balog, the Canadian who won in his debut weekend at in Tucson, going to head into Phoenix as the championship leader with only a three-point advantage over Luca Popskiosko. So that's going to be an interesting run. Right now, Matt Gutierrez, also not on the entry list, haven't been able to confirm or deny if he'll be in uh, Phoenix. So we'll have to wait and see. Aside from that, at least five of the top seven going to be in Phoenix and a really tight championship. Now with uh, only 44 points separating those those top drivers. So heading into the into the weekend Uh, and so obviously with the increase in entries, we have a couple of new names that we'll have to follow and and, and get familiar with uh, on the weekend and see if they're able to battle and be right up there with uh, the front drivers and championship contenders uh, in Phoenix. So and now we'll head into our final commercial break as we get into the last categories that we'll preview for the Challenge of the Americas in Phoenix this weekend. And we'll have those right after these commercials. Motor
2: mounts. They keep your engine attached to your chassis, right? The answer is, they're much more important than that. Your motor mount is critical in transferring 100% of the power from your engine through to your tires and the racetrack. You need this to get on the podium each and every time you race. Odenthal Racing Products is here for you providing the best motor mounts on the karting market today, all designed to make sure you're using all the horsepower you pay for. Odenthal Racing Products is a family-owned and operated business with decades of karting experience in providing products with unmatched quality and value for our racing community. The Pro Series mount for two cycle engines, which is available in 0, 5, and 8 degree inclinations, provides a rigid structure to help keep vibration to a minimum without adding too much weight to your setup. The 4-cycle Easy-Set system is one of the most popular mounts for the Bridges & Stratton 206 power plant. Multiple mounting holes provide the most adjustability depending on your chassis and seat placement. To ensure a tight fit to your chassis, our ORP wedge clamps get the job done, and they feature a number of design updates to provide a lower profile and lighter weight. The clamps are available from 28mm to 32mm in both standard and Euro-style sizes. And now, Odenthal has also revolutionized the karting industry with its new EZGP camera mounting system. Designed to mount anywhere on your chassis with one or two cameras, the ORP EZGP camera mount is your solution to capture that on-board winning moment. Head to OdenthalRacing.com and find a dealer near you. Odenthal Racing Products, proudly made in the USA. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the Internet for karts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals.
0: Welcome back to the final segment of the Ecan Outlap, episode number 52, February 27th, 2023. David Cole being joined by Nate Dean as we look into the this weekend's Challenger of America's event at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association, rounds three and four of the championship program. So we'll get into senior 100cc right now, the largest category on the pre-entry list with 36 drivers set to battle uh, in Phoenix, One of them not going to be there is uh, a winner in Tucson, Chase Hand, not not going to be in Phoenix. Uh, Scheduling conflict is uh, forcing him to to have to miss the Phoenix weekend. Uh, Liam Letch, the other race winner and the championship leader, will be in Phoenix. So that's a good thing uh, in terms of GFC. So they at least have one of the two bullets that they had uh, scoring victories in Tucson on hand in Phoenix. And Letch will go in now in with a 63-point advantage over G3 Argyros. But Argyros has yet to confirm or deny if he'll be in Phoenix. So right now, Lech has a sizable lead if neither Hand or G3 are able to uh, to compete in Phoenix. Uh, that leaves uh, Tim Carell uh, 65 points back with Steven Isert 75 points back. So, Nate, that that really shakes up the kind of the championship let a former champion in the senior 100 CC category back then. He didn't have to race a lot of competitors this time though. It's a full field that will be gunning for him uh, this weekend.
1: Yeah, for sure. 65 points this early on in the season, if none of the drivers in between him and Carell, uh show up, so that'll be a good boost for him. Other, I mean, in senior jesus vasquez jr is always quick so he might be able to uh come back and get a good result there kind of dampen uh lech's spirits after the weekend but gfc taking like you said both wins last time out obviously chase hand like you said not being able to be there so gfc obviously liking their chassis and the package they have on the 100cc category so it's going to be Hard for the competitors to try and topple them. But again, this is racing. It's a reason we go racing. We'll see at the end of the weekend. Uh, Phoenix, bit of a more technical circuit, I'd say, than Muscleman Honda. That With Honda being a lot faster, more flowing, a lot more medium to high speed corners with a lot more low to medium here. So that may play into some characteristics of some other chassis. But again, we'll just have to see with all of these carts in K in senior 100 cc you just never know
0: yeah as you said vasquez is going to make his debut in the senior 100 cc category this weekend so he'll actually be doing double duty racing both okn and senior 100 cc so that'll be interesting to watch also watch for a lot of the local drivers Uh, among them is a multi multi multi-time winner last year oliver hodgson who now calls uh, phoenix kart racing association his home race track So uh, watch for him to be quick this weekend, along with Cooper Eau Claire. Uh, He'll be making his senior debut this weekend uh, in the category. Uh, Josh Campbell was among the top drivers in Tucson, now racing at his home track in Phoenix. Uh, So again, a number of different uh, local drivers that are going to be probably ones to watch uh, going into the weekend and could be a spoiler for Liam Letch in his uh, championship bid. So it'll be interesting to kind of watch, is he going to be racing for wins or is he going to be racing for that championship? So we'll, we'll have to kind of keep an eye uh, on that throughout the weekend, uh, heading into the next largest category, junior 100 CC. We're at 30 entry, 30 drivers in the uh, entry list. With uh, Archer Eversman and Nix Eggleston picking up their first ever career victories in Tucson in this category. And Nate, kind of give us a, uh, a rundown of the top five in points.
1: Yeah, so Junior 100 CC Alexander Gonzalez currently leads by what's 48 points to Spencer Smith. Uh, Gage Horn, Corn, excuse me, in third, I said Eggleston. In fourth and then Eversman down in fifth. So two winners on the weekend. Obviously not having too good of days on the days they didn't win to be that far back in points for Gomez to have a forty-eight uh, point lead. I don't know where where he. Where'd he... Yeah, so two podium finishes for him, both in third, just having the consistency to get himself up there. And I mean, that's what's going to win you championships is consistency. You can go through an entire season without winning a single race, but you can still be crowned champion at the end.
0: Yeah, another driver that showed speed throughout the weekend, Keegan Kaminsky. He's sitting sixth in the championship right now. I don't see him on the entry list. I thought I thought I would expect to see him. Uh, on the entry list, but don't. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. If he is indeed a a trackside entry, so. But for right now, all top five uh, in the championship going to be in Phoenix, competing and continuing that drive to the championship. But again, Corn, the only driver in that top five that didn't land at least one podium finish, he was close. Actually, led in Sunday's main event at one time, but slipped uh, outside the uh, the top three there. And uh, But still puts himself in the championship chase as we can continue being consistent. And that's what Gonzalez was picking up uh, two third place finishes uh, on the weekend in Tucson. So we'll, uh, we'll again keep an eye on who will be in contention come the, uh, the happy hour session on Friday. Uh, head into Master 100 CC category. And we have eight pre-entries. And again, everybody chasing Ian Kunchez. Right now, as a two-time winner, an actual seven straight victories for him dating back to the start of last year where he won five straight, now winning two to begin this year as he skipped round six to race in the senior category. Um, And I actually don't see him signed up for senior, so maybe just focusing on Master 100 CC this weekend. So we'll have to keep an eye on that if he'll continue running double duty.
1: But, Nate, give us a, a rundown of the top five. Yeah, so Kuntag's currently leading by 32 points over Christopher Mann, Daniel Jones in third, Preston Newberry fourth, Luke Tracy fifth, but a bit of a gap, like you said, to the leader for Mann to try and make up in the rest of the field. Obviously two wins for Ian on Saturday and Sunday, so has the momentum going into this second weekend in Phoenix, so it should be Interesting to see if the others can catch up, if they can put up more of a fight to him or if Ian will continue to extend his championship lead. Uh,
0: The wild card in this category is the inclusion of Derek Wang. He was scheduled to race in Tucson, but wasn't able to make it due to some uh, circumstances that uh, kept him away from Tucson. So he'll be making his challenge debut the Four time series champion in the Masters Rock category, making his debut in the Masters 100 CC division. So, it would be exciting to watch and see how that unfolds. And again, as you said, man trailing by 32 points in the championship to two time winner Ian Kunchez. So, excuse me. Uh, So, that is our preview for the weekend, the Challenge of the Americas. Make sure to listen live at www.ecardingnews.com slash live to follow the action all weekend long. And since Rob will be in St. Pete, we'll have Mike Smith providing the play-by-play call all weekend long. He is the former track manager at the CalSpeed Carding Facility, uh, now at the K-1 circuit as the general manager. So we'll maybe dive into a little, get him to talk a little bit about that on the broadcast throughout the weekend. But uh, you, you might have been... Familiar with his voice as he's been part of the broadcast at the Super Nationals over the last two years as well. So uh, excited to work with Mike again this weekend and be sure to follow us on EKN all on all our social media platforms and to follow the hashtags EKN at CODA, hashtag PKRA and hashtag Let's Rock. So, uh, Nate, I'm excited to get to Phoenix to get to warm up a little bit more again. Uh, have you checked the weather for what Charlotte will be is, it, are you guys going to get all the stuff that's kind of washing through, you know, cause right now Phoenix and California, it's really cold there. They got snow this past weekend. Is it, is it going to avoid, uh, the Charlotte area this
1: weekend? Have you even looked at that? Uh, as he frantically opens the weather app on his phone, <laughs> it looks like <laughs> in the mornings it'll be sweatshirt weather. It looks like it's getting up to the mid seventies towards the end of the day. So that should be very nice after what we've been used to up here in the North, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. A lot of faces coming down from Minnesota and going to see a few friends while we're down there in North Carolina. So it should be a good weekend for the both of us.
0: Yeah. Excited to, uh, to see what, how that weekend unfolds excited to see how things shake out in in phoenix as well so just excited to get trackside again something we love to do and something we love to provide for all our readers and viewers uh, across the world uh so with that we'll end up end our uh episode 52 of the ecan outlap so again for nate dean and myself david cole thank you for tuning in and we'll see you trackside